0: Welcome back to the Scotiabank Saddledome. We have Michael Backlund with us, the 21st captain in Calgary Flames history and the owner of a brand-new two-year contract extension, which kicks in after this year. How does that all sound, especially the first part? You've signed contracts before. You've never been named captain before. How does the 21st captain in Calgary Flames history, or as Wes Gilbertson put it on, uh, on Twitter today, uh, Captain Calgary, how does, uh, how, does that, <laughs> how does that sound?
1: Yeah, no, it's uh it sounds good. Uh, thanks, Wes. Uh <laughs> No, it's very I'm very proud uh uh to wear the uh, you know the C on my chest, the two Cs and uh it's a special day. Uh, I'm very excited. Um my family is very excited. Uh, my wife and uh all the family back in Sweden, we're all uh, very excited uh, that we're staying and uh, that I also get to be the c- captain.
0: I, I guess Take us through this process and how today came to be, from when we last saw you on April fourteenth to now september twenty seventh and and how we got to this point
1: yeah it's been a bit of a roller coaster for sure, um, you know really disappointed, frustrated after the season, and uh, you know like everyone else was, and uh, just considering my options and uh, thinking about the future and um, yeah not uh, you know we've been we've been here a long time and uh, we appreciate everything Calgary has given us and the life we've had here and but also you know like I think it's pretty normal to think what it could be if we go somewhere else and uh, um, you know there's some uh, uh, you know if it, if it were to be traded to a top team or considered top team because this league is so tight it's hard yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what that would be like so uh yeah it's been a big roller coaster um this summer uh going back and forth a little bit uh after you know draft and free agency and everything kind of settled down and you realized uh nothing's gonna happen this summer um you know we we kind of felt you know we're excited we're really excited to go back to calgary we never never ever said we you know closed any doors uh we just said we were thinking uh wanted to take our time and see how things were. And, uh, yeah, and then, you know, we started to prepare to go back to Calgary and we're excited about it. And uh, once we got back here, you just could feel the appreciation, and love from the the fans, the community of Calgary, all the people, and uh, also uh the management the coaches and my teammates and uh, it was great to be back here and see everyone and, and get to meet the new coaches and uh yeah so it just it just felt special coming back and it felt like this is where we belong and um when you put everything together the pros and cons and um w- which we actually did <laughs> that's what craig said that yeah said the
0: pros just were, were way yeah. too many right yeah
1: for sure uh and at the end of the day too uh you know we underperformed last year i think this is a great hockey team there's a lot of good players a lot of talent on the team and we just didn't live up to expectations and guys coming in this year and you want to show they're better so um because i do still that's my main thing i want to win and i want to push this team to win and my biggest dream is to win in, in calgary and um when we also want we put that aside because you know it's hard to pick who's going to win next year yeah. it's hard to pick who's going to win in two years and if we take that aside, we're like, where where are we at? Um, we love it here in Calgary. It's home. It's where our kids were born. Uh, kids love their lives here. Uh, we have a really good life. Me and Frida as well. Um, a great group of girls. Great teammates. Um, you know, all the new uh, coaches and management. All the little changes. You know, uh, you can just feel the energy and everything around here It was so positive and in uh, good vibes. So, you know, we just felt. Uh, yeah, this is uh, and also like the, the two special parts too. Also, that we could control was to be named captain and potentially uh, to play a thousand games. So it just yep. felt like uh, this is where we belong. This is uh, where we're supposed to be, and this is where we want to be.
0: When when I saw you in Nashville and uh, and and talked to you a couple times there, what I didn't know when I talked to you the first time, and, and I don't think you had seen it when I talked to you in the hotel, but right before you left for Bridgestone arena, uh, the flames had made that video package for you uh, with all the people that you had touched in. And, and that was kind of the, uh, the, the thing that they played for you right before you left. And then you go and you win the King Clancy Memorial. Um, what, what did that what was it 48 hours in Nashville. What, what did that entire experience winning the King Clancy for all you've done in the Calgary community seeing that video know, seeing how the Flames handled everything how big a deal they made of it what, what did that mean to you as you came to making this decision
1: yeah that was a big part too it Just it uh, was a great experience uh, so far once in a lifetime opportunity to go to the NHL awards and uh, that video made me very emotional it was very special I'm very thankful they showed that to me and um yeah you can just tell that we over the years me and Frida have touched a lot of lives here in Calgary and we created a we created a, you know this is our, where we lived our adult lives um both me and Frida we were young when we moved to Calgary um like I moved obviously here first without her but I was yeah. I was 20 she was 20 when she came over so you know we lived spent our whole biggest chunk of our adult life over here so um, yeah, it just felt really special winning the King Clancy as a Calgary Flame and um, to switch teams after that, it, it didn't feel as right, and um, yeah, so that's kind of where I started a little bit too uh, thinking about goal, you know, what we should do and, yeah, for sure.
0: Safe to say that when you take a look at uh, there's so many different ways that I'm sure Wes and I want to go but safe to say that when you take a look at the the roster that you have how much you felt last year you underachieved, was it almost going back to how you felt last summer when there was there seemed to be a lot of excitement going into last season. Huberto's here, Uyghurs here, a lot of people talking about how maybe the group could take a step forward even after players who had left obviously didn't go that way but do you get in touch with that when you look at the roster which is virtually unchanged and say yeah you know what we still think this group can do something?
1: Yeah for sure Uh, like you said there was a lot of hype last year uh for a good reason i mean yeah we lost some big key players i've been there for a long time some great teammates to me um but also we got some really talented players uh great guys but uh you know just looking at hockey side some really talented players so for sure we felt we have a really still a really strong team we had a good season the year before you know we brought in some really good players and uh yeah, we're also we were all hoping and expect, expectations were high. We were hoping we were gonna have a really good season, start off great, and then we had that little bit of break, and it just kind of snowballed from there on the wrong side. And and now we want to show that what happened last year uh, isn't this team, and we want to show that we're better. And um, so yeah, I do believe in all the guys are here. I think we have a really good team, and uh, I enjoy playing with those all those guys. Everyone's a great teammate. I love all the guys, so I'm um, I'm excited about this year.
0: Michael Backland with us here at the Saddle Dome, Wes.
2: Michael, if you don't mind, um, take us inside the Backland family living room or, or dining room. You sit down to make the list of, of pros and cons. How, how does that conversation go and, and what's sort of stacked up on the, the
1: pros side? Yeah, it was just me and Frida sitting alone, you know, uh, in the living room. Uh, we have a setup with two couches and two. Uh, uh what do you call it kind of lounge chairs okay and a coffee table in the middle yeah. so we were on each couch and <laughs> free us holding in pen and paper and uh you know a lot of pros were uh, obviously kids have a really good here uh we have a lot of close friends and fam. like they're not actual family but we they, we count as family outside of the hockey here um you know we have some We have a really good team, um, great teammates, uh, really good uh, wives, girls group. And, you know, um, uh, the pros, there was just, there was a lot of pros and not a lot of cons. Uh, And then we're trying to do, you know, there's, I I said a lot of pros already, and um, I just can't come up with them, but, uh, you know, just the appreciation we feel from the fans and uh, everything, (coughs) sorry. yeah, just a uh, you know the possibility to be captain, play a thousand games, that a uh, really good team. Um, yeah, just a lot of pros, and then the cons. You know, the weather a little cold at times, uh <laughs> and uh, yeah. But other than that, we're like, there's there aren't many cons here, right. and uh, then we're trying to look at pro- pros if we go somewhere else, and just just a lot of uncertainty. You just don't know um, if you go to free agency, you just never know. What w you know, or first of all, what if I get traded deadline and then things don't go well, and then we go into free agency? You got to switch team again, maybe potentially. And then it was just like, what if you only get a one year deal? Then maybe switch. I just felt like it was what if you know, we can build such a big legacy here with a really good team, uh, with a coach that I have a long history with, with a uh, GM that I play with. It's just, yeah, it was just too much here to turn it down you you told me
2: upstairs and maybe i'll be asking you to repeat yourself a little bit but you said you had a really good talk with head coach ryan huska and that you know that was one of many factors that that had you thinking about staying what what can you share about what ryan's message then was to you
1: yeah we uh i i talked to Huska a couple times this summer too and uh it was similar talks, but once we got to sit down face to face, and uh, and it's been a weekend or almost actually almost two weeks uh, or something like that since I got in here, and I've started to think about staying and feeling the appreciation from the fans and and the people in Calgary, and um sit down with Husk, and he, you know, he's like, "This is uncomfortable a little bit," but I have to say, like, if you're not committed, like not resigning, it's gonna be hard for me to put the captaincy on you, and. But still, you're you're a guy. You're a leader. You know you're. You know we appreciate everything you do, and nothing will change. But you know it was some other things too, and uh, we can't go all, all into details. So we'll keep some. But yeah, it was just sure. a very personal meeting, and uh, with the history we have, I just felt I just really took that to heart and you know uh, it really got got to me. And I, f- you know, on the way home, I called my wife Frieda, and I said, you know, this is what we talked about, and. Then uh, I went about my day a little bit, and later that night, you know, sh- she was like, ah, "We got, we're staying here. There's no way we can leave now." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. No, that was a it was a good talk with Husk, and um, like I have really real, really good talks with Connie too, uh, since the season ended. And uh, he's uh he's uh he's an energizing person, and uh, you know, he's very passionate. So I've had some good talks with him too, and. Um, But, yeah, that was a little special talk with Huskies for sure.
2: Flames fans, I I just want to be sure that you heard that. When you see Michael Backlund out and congratulate him, make sure you thank Frida too because (laughs) she she was a big part of this.
1: Yeah, Yeah, no, I mean, if your better half is not happy where you're at, then, you know, you're not going to be able to perform and life's not going to be great. So, you know, knowing that the kids have it so good here and they enjoy living in Calgary and, hearing from your wife that she wants to stay and she wants to be here and commit to Calgary, you know, it wasn't made a decision easy for me um, to say, yeah, let's stay here.
2: Please uh, correct me if I have the date wrong here because Googling Michael Backlund captain returns a few more results than it would have two hours ago. But (laughs) I think it was 2018 you captained team Sweden to gold at the world championships. Yeah. What, What do you take away from that experience in terms of what the role of a a captain is? And just, you know, having had that experience, you know, what do you sort of put on yourself
1: now as as captain of the Calgary Flames? Well, uh, you know, it was the first time I got to be captain at the pro level. And it was, uh, you know, I got to have that conversation with the coach on a daily notice or daily on a daily basis where we discussed things and he was asking me things about the team the players uh where we have what we need and all that kind of stuff and uh and then it was also doing the uncomfortable things uh when there needed to be something said uh you know that was I, you know I, I had to say it and uh we had a really good team and we played really well the whole tournament but there was a few things that popped up that you had to address and it was a bit uncomfortable for me but something i grew out of after felt it after being captain for sweden for a short period of time but definitely uh, helped me with my leadership skills and helped me grow uh, as a leader. And I brought it with me here in Calgary after that.
0: It's funny you, you bring that part up and Wes asked that question because when we, when we sat down with you in here uh, just before your 900th game, you talked about how, yeah, you've, you've really even grown into the – leadership side of things that maybe we don't see or don't talk about enough like talking to sean o'brien about you know should you leave that night or should you leave the next day and and doing some of those behind the scenes things when, when did that start did that start after geo left did that start maybe more so last year now that there was a lot of people who had left i'm just curious as to when or how that evolved for you
1: yeah um you know, it, was, uh, it started when I became an alternate captain, being more involved those kind of things. And uh, I mean, Geo had the last say, and he was mostly called in by the Bill Peters or Jeff Ward there. And and then uh, you know, Gio would discuss things with us. And uh, but eventually, you know, when Gio left, I felt you know there was uh, took more more uh, more leadership in that as well uh, to be you know the little. Spy, spider in the spider web with between the players coaches um, team service Sean ob uh yeah. like planning things and do things uh and, and especially last year with you know mon and chucky leaving us last summer you know it was just uh, it was me and Tanya left in the leadership group and uh or the the captains and uh, uh i took another st- i felt like i had to take another step on that part but also the whole with all the new guys coming in and trying, you know, I felt like it was uh, time for me to step up even more as as a leader.
0: Um, So you, you now sit here as the captain of the Calgary Flames and your general manager is a former captain. You played with the last two captains as well. You played so much with Mark Giordano and you played with, with Jerome as well. Jerome's with the organization. I'm just to follow in specifically Craig, Jerome, and Geo's footsteps, and to become Captain 21. I'm just curious what that means to you.
1: Yeah, it means a lot. Those are some great players and tremendous people. Um, Yeah, I got to play with all of them, and I enjoy playing with all of them. Um, Got to play with Connie and Iggy, early stage, Gio too, but uh, early in my career, and uh, got to grow up here in Calgary with Iggy as my captain, and seeing on a daily basis what he do and um you know how he treats his teammates and how the all the players respected him and uh how he worked on and off the ice. Um <clears throat> and then uh, you know, with Gio, we got to play for a very long time together so we became friends and uh you know with Gio or Iggy he was and also Connor they're a little bit older than me and I came in as a rookie so um me and Gio were more, you know, friends, uh closer friends and um yeah it was great to play under him, when he was a captain, too, he always laid it all out there every night and sacrificed his body. And, um, great leader in the room as well. And, um, yeah, it's very special to take over from Gio. I have some big shoes to fill. And, um, yeah, I'm very thankful that I got to play with uh, all those three guys.
0: The, uh, the ability to be at a high level. You're coming off a career year. Uh, you were sixth in Selkie voting last year. And you did that at thirty three, thirty four, and and I, I think you're only four and a half years younger than Wes and I. So it's so we'll we'll, we'll tread carefully not to age. You ourselves. don't want to know what people call us. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, t- t- typically, that's older uh, in NHL years. What goes into still being at a high, high level at your age and and what will go into sustaining that high level in, in the next three years here?
1: Well it's a lot about preparation. Uh, in the off season prepare myself to be able to play eighty two games in playoffs and to stay healthy and uh you know keep up my fitness. Um that's a big key and um yeah once again looking at Geo um I he was uh, at his best later, you know, after he turned 30 in his career and won a Norris when he was 30.
0: 35? 30 yeah, seven. at least
2: 35. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah he if he didn't get hurt that one, he probably would have won it two years yep. before or three years yep. before. Um, but, anyways, yeah, he's played his best hockey after 30. He's so always looked up to GOL, well uh, you know, that I want to be like him. And uh, also, um, another player I looked up the Swedish players Nicholas Lidstrom who also had his best years uh, I mean he was great his whole career but he won all his Norris I think also after 30 yep uh, right so um, and I talked to I mean I talked lots with Gio but I don't know I know Lidstrom but I don't know him super well but he, he's from my home he's not from but he lives in my hometown so I see him once in a while not in a common friends and with Team Sweden I met him a few times and one time I asked him what, you know the older you got the older you you get, what more like what did you focus on? And he was just like, Yeah, my cardio, so I can keep playing the big minutes and keep up in this league. So um trying to do that too and um yeah, it's just uh, yeah, a lot about preparation on a daily basis too. Um so I can stay healthy and uh be at my best when you know, when I at practices and games. Um and it's uh more and more, the you know, the, I've always been a serious person, um, very serious about my hockey and taking care of myself off the ice, and uh, that comes into play even more the older you get as well.
0: Do you ever, uh, the the, do you ever look at the different hairstyles on your <laughs> hockey DB? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, NHL posted some uh, pictures on the Instagram the other day from my uh, my right board, my what do you call it? Yearly picture yeah 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 and, uh, yeah there's been some different looks some of the young guys haven't seen my long hair so they were laughing when they saw that
2: that that's where you can tell you're not very close in age to pat and i because you have a lot less forehead than we're working with at this point <laughs> true. yeah true. i've
0: always had the five head though so I, I will always i will always push back on that you get to you'll get to move into second all-time like guaranteed this season on the all-time games played list you'll get a thousand as a member of the flames it's uh it's pretty cool that that stuff means a lot to you doesn't it
1: yeah it does and um yeah it's uh it was something i just couldn't uh look past and um something i take a lot of pride in and um me and my family or me and frida we 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 said that you know we're curious people uh we wonder what we like to place somewhere else but we're also comfortable people we're all, also at our best when we're comfortable and at the end that's we you know we felt like this is where we belong and uh to hopefully get to those milestones would be uh, would mean a lot to me um you know it goes down to family too my dad was at the same uh, job for uh, thirty three years my grandpa too similar thing worked at the same as carpenter in the same company for i don't know how many years but very loyal uh, people and i've you know i my grandpa passed my so my dad's dad passed uh, um 2020 and uh, yeah, it was, you know, something I was when I mean, this, you know, when I think about what I should do in my life and he was one of my favorite person ever and, uh, you know, I always think of him that he was a very loyal person so that was also a big thing I brought with me in the decision here that I want to be loyal to Calgary. Um, this is where I feel like where I'm meant to be and belong.
0: That's awesome. That's probably a perfect way to wrap it up. Uh, Congratulations. Honestly, like. Yeah, congrats, Michael. Congrats. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Uh, thanks. Appreciate uh, it.